Welcome to the Retail Economics Podcast, the hub of unique, independent and illuminating insights on all things consumer and retail. Welcome to the Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. It's designed to accumulate the latest key updates related to the fast-paced UK retail industry. My co-host and I will cover the latest top-line updates from the past week. Let's begin with the food and grocery sector. Hotel Chocolate issued its second profit warning this year and is expecting delivering revenues of £201.8 million and underlying pre-tax profit of £0.3 million for the financial year. The retailer attributed the warning to inflationary pressures and soft consumer demand. There were also more price cuts this week. Ocado cut prices on over 100 everyday essential items by up to 25% across a range of own brand and Marks and Spencer items. Sainsbury's revealed plans to invest £15 million to reduce prices of household staples, including pasta and rice. In other news, Poundland plans to expand its grocery offering to 24 more stores, including chilled food, frozen food, fresh fruit and vegetables, and beers, wines and spirits. Ocado appointed former Ted Baker boss Rachel Osborne as an independent non-executive director. Baker will take up the role from the 1st of September and will also be a part of the Retailers Audit Committee and People Committee. In terms of results, Morrison's saw group like-for-like sales excluding fuel grow 1% and total sales excluding fuel grow 3.1% to £3.7 billion in the 13 weeks to 30th April. Group revenue fell 0.9% to £4.5 billion in the period. Underlying EBITDA for the period was down 10.7% to £394 million. Let's move on to the clothing and footwear sector. Ted Baker is cutting around 200 head office jobs as an outsourcing model is introduced, following the retailer's acquisition by Authentic Brands Group in October 2022. Boohoo Group asked suppliers for a 10% discount on all outstanding orders for the second time in two months. In other news, Fraser's group appointed founder Mike Ashley as a consultant with the role of advising the group on supply chain and operational matters. Moving on to results, Primark recorded a 13% increase in sales to £1.99 billion in the 12 weeks to 27 May, while like-for-like sales increased by 7% in the period. The retailer reported strong sales of seasonal clothing and health and beauty products. Mulberry saw UK retail sales fall slightly from £88.5 million to £87.7 million in the 52 weeks to 1 April, while international retail sales increased by 12% to £46.5 million. Group revenue increased by 4% to £159 million in the period, while digital sales increased by 2%, making up 30% of the brand's total revenue. H&M reported operating profit of £0.35 billion in its second quarter to May, ahead of analysts' forecasts but below last year's figure. Net sales grew by 6% in the period to £4.23 billion, while operating profit margin was 8.2%, down from 9.2% last year. Now let's move on to the health and beauty sector. Pleasing, Harry Styles' beauty brand, appointed Sean Kearney as its first CEO. Kearney will join the brand on 17 July, having most recently held the role of Chief Design and Merchandising Officer at Gwyneth Paltrow's wellness and lifestyle brand Goop. Beauty marketplace Look Fantastic owner THG plans to launch an expert skincare destination on the website on 1 July, to provide skincare customers with education, guidance and understanding. 
In terms of health and beauty results, Revolution Beauty saw sales increase by 60% year-on-year in the first three months of its 2023-24 financial year. Gross margins were 48.2% compared with 41.7% in the previous year. EBITDA was at £3.5 million for the period. Boots saw retail sales grow 13.4% year-on-year in the three months to 31st May. The strongest growth category was beauty, with sales driven by the retailers in-house brands. Boots Everyday Essentials and Brand Range also saw 40% growth in volumes, while healthcare sales grew 5.7% as a result of hay fever season. Now let's shift focus to department stores, marketplaces, and specialists. John Lewis Partnership became the first British retailer to have its net zero objectives validated by the Science-Based Targets Initiative. The group also revealed it is the first retailer globally to set validated science-based targets on all greenhouse gas emissions that are emitted from forests, land and agriculture. In other news, the original factory shop is reintroducing its physical club card to stores and extending its club pricing to all members. This will allow physical club card holders to benefit from the same exclusive prices available to Club Plus app holders. Wilco extended its contract with home delivery provider GXO to June 2026 with the aim completing its omnichannel transformation. Moving on to results, B&M saw group revenue increase by 13.5% in the 13 weeks to the 24th of June. UK sales rose by 11.3% to £1.07 billion while sales in France increased by 29% to £117 million. Revenue at frozen food chain Heron Foods also grew by 19% to £135 million. Moonpick saw revenue increase 5.2% year-on-year to £320.1 million in the year to 30th April, but adjusted pre-tax profit fell by 6.9% to £48 million. The retailer attributed the fall to higher finance charges and borrowing to fund its acquisitions. That's all for this week's news update. You've been listening to The Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from retail economics. Let us know what you thought by posting a review or rating on your podcast platform. If you enjoyed this show, remember to follow us and tune in again next Monday for the latest updates. Sign up for more insight including reports and thought leadership on all things retail and consumer at retaileconomics.co.uk. Thanks for listening.